celebrating Maccabi Diva Race Day from Flemington, RSN Racing. Bajor, the front runner, bold sniper for the Queen, moves up. It's been nearly three years since he's hit the go button and won a race, but he's got his head in front of the 200. They're cleared then from Golden Mane and Master of Arts. Bajor in front. Master of Arts can't make the ground at the moment. It's still bold sniper, the leader. Bold sniper, two lengths in front. Well done, Her Majesty. Bold sniper wins it. Second Master of Arts from Spur on Golden. Golden Mane, then came Bajor. Well, what a moment that was. Bold Sniper carrying the famous colours of Her Majesty. In 2016, the first win for the Queen in Australia, ridden by Dylan Dunn and trained by David Hayes. And it's great to have a chat to David over in Hong Kong. And uh, David, as I welcome you in this morning, we've got Matty Stewart, Dan Malek, and we've also got Dylan's dad, Dwayne, here. Uh, how are you, David? Yeah, very good. Uh, it's nice to be on the show, and that was a, a long and a big release last 200 because he was a, at that stage a bit of a non-winner and Dylan rode a great race and uh, and it won and it, it was a, one of the highlights and the thrill to train for a winner for Her Majesty. Was it true, David, that she did ring you that night? Uh, yes, yeah. I, the, I was actually in Adelaide and uh, I was at a Crows game and I got a message on my phone that the Queen was going to ring in if I was available in five minutes. It's quite a funny story. I thought, oh, gee. So I, I ducked out of my seat and tried to sneak into uh, and snuck into one of the VIP boxes where there was no noise. And um, and the guy wouldn't let me through. And I said, look, I've got a very important person that I'm uh, having to speak to and I, don't, and I don't need background noise from overseas. And the guy said, no, sorry, mate. I said, even for the Queen? And he went, who? And I said, yeah, the Queen's about to ring. So I, I, I really need a bit of space. And, 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 and they let me through, which was nice. He probably would have thought, I've heard that one before. Not, I've got, I'm getting a phone call from the Queen. Excuse. What was the, the nature of the call, Dave? Because uh, we've heard from the Peter Moody's and others who have said she just had a lovely, engaged, um, warm sense of humour and made you feel like you were... Uh, not necessarily talking to the Queen, but just someone with similar interests. What was the conversation like with the Queen? Oh, that one was a, a was just she was just happy to get a first winner in Australia, and but she was just a lovely person to talk to. It was a bit nerve wracking the first few calls. The first call I got from her was after the Bart Cummings. Uh, I'd spoken to John Warren, her manager, and said I think he can. He's tracking well, and I think he can win the Bart Cummings, which is a Melbourne Cup qualifier, and he said, oh, Her Majesty might give you a call on Saturday night. And I, I, I uh, said, oh, great, OK, yeah, after a good run, I'll be thrilled, looking forward to speaking to her. And the horse ran last. And so I thought, well, <laughs> I, I thought, oh, whoops. And then I won't be getting a call, but at 8 o'clock, uh, I got a call um, from her secretary and, and, and then put me through to the Queen in the library and the first word said, oh, is that, is that you, David? And I said, yes, speaking, man. And she said, tough day in the office? <laughs> and uh, I said, yeah. And, and she put me at ease straight away and, and, and we discussed what a difficult horse he was. But one of the funny sides of a sense of humour, I said, look, I went through all the... She loved detail and talking about detail. So I went through everything that I did with the horse. And I said, there's one thing I might change. I might I put pacifiers on him. I might take the pacifiers off. 
And, and she said, what are pacifiers? And I, and I said, they're these mesh things they put over their eyes. And basically, they're there to slow them down. And she said, that certainly worked, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Might have uh, used them with uh, and what I meant Charles to say was that What I meant to say to her was that to calm him down, you know, to calm him yeah. down. Like to slow him down and he picked up on that in the back. <laughs> Uh, well, they, they say that trainers don't like owners telling them how to train and what to do, but did she offer any advice? <laughs> no, no, she didn't, but she had a lot of interest, and she certainly knew what she was talking about. Um, she's one of the most uh, experienced owners in the world. You know, she, she has 100 broodmares and races a lot of horses, so um, she, she's a very good horsewoman herself, and, and then one of the daughters is an Olympic show rider, so they're, they're elite. She was elite. That was her hobby. Did, did Dylan get a sling, Dwayne? Uh, not unless it came through uh, David Hayes' hands. <laughs> I, I'm not, I can't answer that question. Did you leave the coin in the park and grab a brown paper bag or anything like that in the middle of the night? No concrete boots this time. Dave, I've got a, a photo and, uh, from 1977, it says, and you're opening the car door with the Queen coming out at Lindsay Park. Does wow. that ring a bell? Yeah, I, I, it was fantastic. Uh, it was a big day, and I rehearsed it a lot and nailed it. And uh, it was great. It was a day off school. I was about 12 at the time, I think, or 13. Hey, um, what's been the reaction in Hong Kong, former British colony? It's been just wall-to-wall here, and it, it, it looks like continuing right through, and Parliament's been suspended and so on. The, up in the former British colony, what's been the reaction up there to the death of the uh, Queen? I don't think as big as Australia. You know, it, it's very uh, mainland-orientated now up here in Hong Kong. Uh, through the expats, we've all been talking about it, of course, and, and I know it's been massive in Australia, and, and, and of course sort of bigger than Lady Di in England by the looks, I think. Uh, but it, not not massive here. Hey, how is everything going over there? Because it, the new season starts tomorrow, David. How's your stable shaping up? I'll tell you on Monday. Uh, <laughs> but I, th- I, I think I'm quite hopeful, as everyone is. Uh, but I've got um, some nice runners and, and got the hot jockey on a few of them. So uh, with a bit of luck, uh, Perton and Hayes can win a couple of races. Which is the hot chockey? Because one's Curry. Now that'd be a hot name. Or are you talking about Purton? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, Purton has been the champion jockey up here. Luke's doing some riding for me. Uh, he's riding for you on Wednesday. And I think he'll have a good season. He's settled in well. But uh, I, I like Zach on a horse of mine called Oriental Smoke. I think he's going right. to run a good race. Race seven. Gee, it was last year, wasn't it? You had a super start to the season, David. Yeah, Dan, um, I had a super start of the season and then hit a bit, a bit of a brick wall. I just had this incredible run of good horses having freak accidents, like the, my best horse in the international race. He was jogging and, and he broke his neck, he fell. And, and from that point on, I just had a string of setbacks. And so I just got through the season and I've set myself to have a better year this year. So I rated last season at the start above par and then ended up well below but I think this season will be a more consistent hay stable um, right through and you'll be watching the boys today with their team of horses just going back a week uh, just now that the dust has settled on Mr Brightside uh, 
uh, JD and Ben basically saying that more, much more likely than not, it's a Cox Plate path, and he, he got through that race. I mean, he's, he's sort of done a bit of loosen up, and he sort of crept through from nowhere. And I guess the challenge for everyone now is to try and get their head around whether he is a wait-for-age class horse who can win a Cox Plate or, or whether he's not or whether he's marching towards becoming that horse. How, how do you appraise him now after that win in the fan? Well, he's a wait-for-age horse in my mind because he's had two runs at wait-for-age and won them both. So, and and in the All-Star Mile was not beaten far, which was basically a wait-for-age race. And uh, I, I like him towards the Cops Plate because he's got a liking to the track. Um, the opposition are the ones that he's going to be racing against, so there's no unknown factors. Uh, I, and, I, you know, I remember that loosen up in my early days um, won the fan, but not as impressive as that. Uh, I, I thought that was... What I liked about his win was he sprinted home faster than the sprinters, so that shows he's got a bit of class to me. Could... Is it too much to ask for of Mr Brightside? Could he get a, an invitation to go to Hong Kong for the mile or, or, or the, the middle I, distance I, race I, this I, year? I would say if he's, uh, you know, competitive in the Cox Plate, like I hope he would be in the McKinnon, that's what better loosen up did they went to Japan um, I would say uh, yes, yes, I, I would say possible but he'd have, they'd only take him if he was in terrific form So, What chance that, would it that would be that play out naturally I would say If Mr Brightside went to Hong Kong would the boys have to be careful that he doesn't come home? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he'll go home for sure it'll be a, a hit and run as much as I'd love to pinch him I couldn't do it <laughs> hey David, great to catch up mate and uh, relive those wonderful memories with uh, Her Majesty the Queen and good luck tomorrow for the start of the, the new season in Hong Kong Yeah, thank you and enjoy a great race day today What's the track the, like? The, uh, soft, soft 7, seven yeah. yeah, we don't get many of them so it'll be interesting No mm. Good on you mate Okay, cheers